Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, it's Toby Hazelwood here. And today I'm going to be talking with you about the idea of striving for and finding your minimum viable product. What I mean by that is the idea of not just necessarily defining your goal or your target or what you want to achieve as the kind of ultimate success or the ultimate achievement or the best you can possibly be, but rather thinking about what is actually the minimum you need at this point in order to move yourself forward. So. The reason I started thinking about this and what prompted me to kind of um, record this is the idea that, you know, oftentimes we we are encouraged to think about the best, you know, we're encouraged to set out to achieve the absolute best. Now, if we're working through a time of challenge or a time of difficulty, it's obviously good to keep your mind and your eye on um, where you want to get to, you know, your ultimate goal. And your ultimate goal isn't going to be something that's just perhaps slightly better. It's more and more likely going to be something that's actually the best that you want to achieve. And I think the same is also true when you're setting out to build something, when you're setting out to achieve something, whether that's some pe- piece of personal growth or you're setting up a business or you're embarking on some sort of process of, of personal development. In either case, you kind of there's a tendency to think about what's the absolute best I can achieve here. What's what I what is the thing that I really want to achieve, and where do I really want to get to? And that's great. The difficulty comes though when you actually are trying to sort of motivate yourself towards taking the action to actually bring that into a reality. And what can happen is when you've set your goals and you've set your sights on the absolute best, is all of a sudden it seems insurmountable. Um, and you kind of get to the stage where you know it's daunting, it's demoralizing, and maybe it's even depressing to think of how much you're going to have to do in order to get yourself from where you are today to where you want to be. And that's that can be a, a pretty negative feeling, you know, when you when you look at your situation and if you're going through, you know, perhaps if you're going through an unhappy relationship or you're living in an unhappy relationship, or you've even embarked on the process of divorce, you know, you may look at your situation now and you think you know what, I'm so far from where I want to be in life. What I really want is a happy and fulfilled and a loving relationship where I feel supported and nurtured and cared for and loved. And you know, it can seem such a, a, a kind of a, a far off goal that, you know, you almost tend to resign yourself to the fact that this is your lot, you know, you're, you're destined, to, you seem almost destined to be unhappy, you seem destined to be stuck in this relationship where you're not feeling any of the things you want to feel. And so you're put off from actually taking the action to try and get to where you want to get to. And the same happens and the same tends to apply in businesses, for example, where you may be thinking about, you know, or or, or kind of from your financial situation, you may be thinking about, I want to get from where I am today, where I feel like money's scarce, like I'm, I'm poor, like I don't have the things that I need, I'm struggling to meet my bills, I can't give the kids the things I want to give them. Um, what I actually want to achieve is this state of financial independence or, you know, um, this kind of far off state where money's no issue and you feel like there's abundant money in your life and you have no issue meeting your commitments, you can buy anything you want. But again, the discrepancy between where you are now and where you want to be can seem so, so of such a great magnitude that it's almost impossible to think how you're going to get from A to B. 
And once more, you know, if, you, if you're kind of considering your health and your well-being, you know, you may feel like you're unhealthy, you, you're over, overweight, you're unfit, you're struggling for the, the kind of sense of vitality and well-being that you strive for. And what you really want is this kind of feeling that you kind of assume that athletes and trainers and, and anyone who's really got a good handle on their health will have where everything feels easy and your body feels like it's in complete harmony and you sleep well and you've got energy and you're strong and you know you never suffer illnesses and, and that, that kind of state is what you really want to achieve but it can seem like it's such an effort to get from where you are now to where you want to be that you're almost put off taking the action where you, before you've even started. And that's the really critical thing that we want to avoid. We want to, we want to make sure that we feel encouraged towards taking action and that we can actually do something to achieve our goals, not to have a goal that actually demoralizes us or depresses us before we've even started. And so that is where this idea of the minimum viable product comes in. And it's a term which I've encountered quite a lot in my professional life, and by trade I'm a project manager, I manage IT projects um, and implementations of systems in banks, mostly. Uh, and it's quite a popular term at the moment, this idea of a minimum viable product, in that what you're defining and what you set out to achieve is just enough. You know, you're defining the product that you want to achieve or the thing that you want, the state you want to achieve or the place you want to get to as what is the sort of minimally acceptable product and the minimum acceptable place that you can get to, to in order to meet your goals. So rather than setting out for the achievement of, of the absolute best, you do set out to achieve what is the minimum thing that would be acceptable to your life? What is the minimum thing that would be acceptable in this project? And let's think of our lives as a project. You know, where do we want to get to which would be good for us for now? You know, let's not worry too much about what would be great or what would be the best or the ultimate. What would be good? What would good look like? And once you've defined your minimum viable product and you've defined what good looks like, it then gives you perhaps a much more manageable um, end state to kind of act and take actions towards achieving and something that you may actually stand a chance of achieving and it doesn't feel quite so daunting, it doesn't feel depressing when you consider it. Instead, you actually look at your new goal and you think you feel motivated by it. You feel like, you know, this is something that's within my grasp. So, you know, taking each of the examples I talked about previously, if you're, if you're kind of trying to escape an unhappy relationship, Maybe your initial goal isn't just to kind of achieve a happy relationship, you know, to get rid of the old one and to get, fi eventually find a new one. Maybe your first goal, your minimum viable product, is to actually escape that relationship or to, to get through the process of divorcing and to set, up, set yourself up in your new life. You know, you, you may want ultimately to achieve a new relationship or maybe you don't, you know, maybe that is your end goal. Uh, to actually just achieve independence and to feel like you know you don't need to rely on anyone and that certainly should be the goal for anyone escaping an unhappy relationship is to feel fulfilled and self-reliant in the first instance but you know you're thinking about where you want to get to and maybe setting what seems more like a short-term goal or a short to medium term goal so rather than thinking about where you want to be in five years which may be the kind of new happy loving relationship Instead, you're thinking in terms of, okay, I want to get out of this relationship, deal with the divorce, recover myself financially, and get, you know, get my new home set up. And that's, that's all I'm going to think about at the moment, getting to that point. And at that point, I will hopefully be able to then build the personal resilience and self-sufficiency and you know, structure in my life that makes me feel comfortable, like I've got a foundation upon which to then build. 
Similarly with, you know, a goal of, of getting from an unhealthy state to a healthy state, you know, the first goal may be to actually just get to the stage where you're exercising more regularly, you know, not setting yourself a goal, I need to be in the gym five times a week, but just saying, you know, three times a week, I'm going to try and do some sort of exercise, whether that's taking a walk for half an hour or, you know, maybe going to the gym once a week and then doing two other pieces of exercise around that. And, you know, starting to make some better choices about your diet, not saying I'm going to cut out all carbs, I'm going to cut out all fat and I'm going to, you know, live on 1500 calories a day and, and, you know, live like a monk dietarily, but rather, you know, you set yourself some moderate goals. And I think that's why any kind of diet or healthy living regime that's long term successful is something that builds good sustainable habits and isn't too radical. And the reason for that is that the, those goals are designed, those programs and the goals that they set for you are designed to achieve effectively a minimum viable product. And that minimum viable product is to get you into a process of sustainable, healthy living. So, you know, when you get the kind of miracle crash diets or the supplements that, you know, promise to help you lose 30 pounds in 30 days or, you know, to, to give yourself a six pack in, in two months or whatever else, you know, what they effectively do, they may work, they may be, you know, reasonably unhealthy and they probably are reasonably unhealthy and it can't be a good thing to lose that amount of weight in, in such a short period of time. But what they do is they promise the big results and they get you there. But what they haven't given you is the minimum viable product, which is the sustainable, long-term means of living healthily that will enable you to not just achieve those losses and those loss of fat and that building of health but actually to sustain it so i'm not trying to play a doctor here um, but you know the, the key thing is identifying what is the minimum viable product that you need for whatever your goal is and that should be the thing that you strive for and in that instance you know healthy habits and a, a long-term sustainable process of living healthily is what the minimum viable product should be not the you know, beach ready body and the six pack and the rippling abs and, you know, the muscles or, you know, the, the killer ass or whatever else it is that you're striving for and that you think will set you apart as the ultimate achiever in that area. Same with a business, you know, if your goal is to write a book, for example, then, you know, maybe the, the first goal should be to get into the habit of regularly sitting down and writing, not thinking I've got to figure out a way of churning out 150,000 words of finely tuned prose or, you know, massively engaging non-fiction work, but actually to actually just first and foremost get in the regular habit of writing. So your minimum viable product is for you to maybe turn out a couple of hundred words a day or 500 words a week, or just to sit down and regularly devote one hour per week of writing and prove that to yourself so that you don't sort of get so hung up on the, the goal or the end, end state of 150,000 words in a book that you kind of either get put off even taking action before you've done anything or you think it's so insurmountable that, that you really can't see a way and so you fall out of love with the project before you've even started. Um, and you know that the, the same principles just truly apply to any area of life whether you're either trying to come through a phase of difficulty which is what of course this philosophy of Kintsugi is all about you know in, as, the, as I apply in my life in trying to take things that are necessary, aren't necessarily the way you want them, you know, if something's broken, whether that's you're not have, you don't have something in your life that you want or you're working through a phase of adversity and actually applying something to that, applying some plans and taking some actions to actually fix it and learn from it and grow from it. You know, that is the key goal here is to, to do things to actually make improvements in our lives. And so to do that, we need to have goals and we need to have goals that, that encourage us towards striving to take action. 
So the minimal viable product there is a good means of actually encouraging ourselves rather than kind of sacrificing ourselves on the altar of perfection and never doing anything because it's too damn difficult to contemplate. There's a quote that I really liked when I was thinking about this and which I've included in the blog post, which I'll, I'll link to off of this. Uh, and that's from Confucius, who says that the superior man is modest in his speech, but exceeds in his actions. And I guess what that really says to me, and it's one of my, my favourite quotes about action taking, which along with encouraging resilience is, is my key focus in life these days. And that's to say that actually, you know, it's no good just talking about a massive goal and talking about what you're planning on doing and talking about your intentions in glowing terms. What's really important is in actually being modest about stating those, but actually taking action to achieve them and to deliver them and to make change happen in your life or in whatever you're doing. So, you know, it's far more important to have the minimum viable product defined for yourself, the minimum goal that will actually give you the sense of good, the sense of achievement, the sense of progress, and actually taking the action towards that rather than having some lofty goal or some massive aspiration that you're never ever going to do anything towards because it's too damn depressing to even think about, you know. Um, and I guess that's the, the real crux of the matter here is that you have to have something in your life that's defined as where you want to be. But make, you know, maybe have your, have your big vision, have your long-term goal, have your five-year plan and keep that in mind. But set the minimum viable product for the next three months or three weeks or even three days. You know, what's, what, what do I want to achieve now that's going to take me in the right direction? Because you know, goals are achieved and, and any kind of process of recovery or rebuilding of any phase of your life or any part of your life is achieved by one little achievement after another and then stacking those things up on top of each other and building progress in that way. You know, a staircase gets us from the bottom floor of the house to the top floor of the house through lots of little steps that build upon each other. A ladder takes us up to the, the highest heights by the going up each of the steps in turn. We build sustainable health by first of all building long-term habits, you know, eating in a moderate fashion, doing regular exercise, building, gradually building the achievements one by one so that eventually it becomes second nature and it is second nature, it's just part of who we are and what we do. A healthy and happy relationship is based upon lots of little kindnesses and you know gestures for the other person and similarly it falls apart when you kind of take all those things away and they gradu the gra layers gradually get pulled away. So you know it's about setting the minimum viable product and setting your goals on the minimum viable product for now and working towards that, not putting yourself off with such a lofty goal that you do nothing. So I hope that makes sense and I hope now you understand this idea of the minimum viable product and why I think it's so important. Um, I'll put some links in the notes beneath this video or underneath the podcast if you're listening to this and if you feel like you have any comments or wish to leave any review or thumbs up, likes, sharing this with anyone who you think may benefit from it then I'd love for you to do that. I'll also leave my contact details there so you can come back to me if you have any thoughts or further questions on it. And in the meantime, I hope you're thriving and not just surviving. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. This has been the Kintsugi Life podcast from Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. And I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.